Laura back. Yay, team. Hey, Ellie, you're awful quiet over there. Oh, what shirt do we have on? What shirt do I have on? Hey, is that a Minnesota? Yeah. Oh, okay. University of Minnesota. Oh. Alum. Because this is oh, the first time I didn't realize it, that I did not see you before coming in. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I was talking to Miss Shannon, and then you were, and all of a sudden we're on, and I'm like, I didn't even bring you over a treat. Bad me, bad me, sorry. Yeah, it's definitely you, the person who brings me a treat Treats. every I week know without it. fail. And I got what a horrible person you I are for it. not doing it once. <laughs> you know what? I forgot, though, that in the truck I brought some. You know, every once in a while I bring, like, something for everybody. I put it in the break room, mm-hmm. you know, types, or whatever that room is called. She it's, really does. That is the type of person that Katie Canine is. Yeah. She brings something every week. Well, not, well, but anyway. But anyway Will so, you bring me something every yes, week? Yes, I do. <laughs> and so i got to keep you happy. But anyway, so the thing is, is that I just realized I forgot what I was going to bring up today and um, and put out, well, they're going to have to wait till next week. That's the way it is. <laughs> All right. Okay, but I'm so sorry. But I do have something in here in case if you want. So I told you it's a break time. But anyway. Okay, what do you serve that you cannot eat? What do you think, Ellie? Um, volleyball, tennis ball, justice. Ooh. <laughs> I, I got a few things. <laughs> Keep going. Um... There's, a, it's like slang to serve. It means to like f- dress fashionably. Oh, okay. Okay. She no, served. You, you got it. <laughs> yeah, you got it. You got it all right. It, it was a tennis ball is like, what do you serve and cannot eat? But then a volleyball. Yeah. yeah. You, look at you. You're very good. Mm-hmm. Very good. There you go. Did, were you on the same page, Dr. Jess? As as far as the sports balls kind oh, of okay. stuff. Yeah. Well, I'm impressed. <laughs> Slang I'm not so familiar with. Yeah, but. yeah. I, c- clearly, based on my explanation, I'm not very familiar with slang either. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Okay, we're talking bladder stones and dogs mm-hmm. and cats. So we're... We, okay, let's bring the person up. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we have Sue here, whose Basset Hound has a extremely serious bladder stone problem that's been recurring. Okay. Hey, Sue, how you doing? Hey. Okay, so, yep, I do have a Basset Hound. Okay. Um, she's How? going to be five, five. in August. Yep. Okay, and then what um, What do you feed? Okay, so prior to that, she was just on like a, you know, whatever. Like, I I think it was, there was a Nutrisource, but just, just yeah. kibble. Okay, okay. okay. So, so um, the uh, somebody noticed that when she was squatting to pee, um, nothing was coming out. Ooh, so okay. I took her into the vet right away, and they you know, did the test, uh, I think they did ultrasound, x-rays, whatever. They said um, that she had a lot of bladder stones and she was going to need surgery. So they did surgery. They told me she had over, they lost count at a, a thousand. Jeez. Okay. <laughs> and um, they were struvite crystals. Okay. So um, they they cleaned out the bladder and then they put her on a prescription diet of kibble, the Royal Canaan. <laughs> yeah. So, now, yes. <laughs> my question is, is that I would like to switch my dogs because they've got allergies, a lot of itchy skin going on, you know, whatever. I yep. wanted to switch to a raw diet. But with her, can she safely go on a raw diet? Because they told me I had to watch her protein. And so, you know, does she have to stay on the kibble or can I switch her? Okay. Do you know why they said something <laughs> about the protein? Because that does because, not relate to bladder stones. <laughs> yeah, that's what. Well, that's what they had said. They, you know, okay. uh, uh, my reading now, I, okay. I'm learning that it's actually caused by minerals. 
Is that right? Well, it, the the minerals stick together and form the stones, but they're not the cause, right? The cause is something going on within her metabolism that is encouraging those minerals to stick together and form stones. And so it's that okay. underlying pathway that is what needs to be corrected. So with the prescription diets, typically what they'll do is if the dog had calcium oxalate stones, then that typically form an acid urine, then they try to make the urine more alkaline so that that won't happen. And then if the dog had struvite stones, they try to make the urine more acidic so that you won't get struvite stones. But unfortunately, what happens sometimes is that if the dog had bladder stones that were struvite and then you successfully make the urine more acidic, sometimes all that happens is then you get the formation of the other kind of stones <laughs> because there's this underlying tendency to form bladder stones that is not being addressed by just trying to chase the the urinary pH one way or another. So I do put okay. these dogs on raw diet um, okay. because it, you basically you have to give your dog like the best foundation for health possible. Certainly a dog who is raw fed will have a tendency to have more acidic urine because dogs are carnivores and carnivores should produce an acidic urine. So cows and horses produce alkaline urine because they're herbivores and dogs and cats should produce acid urine. So yes, your dog's urine should burn your grass. Okay. Uh, and so, so that might just help overall. And then you have to... Um, you know, think about the other possible causes. So, you know, if your dogs also have allergies, then you'd want to address underlying immune system issues. And there's a whole host of uh, supplements that you can use for that. There is one supplement company, I think, that's got like uh, bladder stone formulas. And some of these things, I would say like probably the ones that I look at most commonly online are uh, petwellbeing.com and onlynaturalpet.com. And those companies use organic herbs in their formulas and they have, um, they may have something geared towards bladder stones. I don't remember specifically if it's them, but they seem to have very good ingredients and also kind of like clear plans of how to get out of this stuff. So that's kind of where I would start. You have to think about, you know, bladder health. You also have to think, okay, this is like for that dog, that is kind of, her body's pathway of least resistance, right? Just the same way that you have some people who get diarrhea easily or some people who get sinus congestion easily. And so with dogs, some dogs, the bladder kind of seems to be the weak organ system. And honestly, especially if you have Bassets, your dog chiropractor should become your best friend and your dogs are going to need regular chiropractic care. And because chiropractic oxygenates the nerves and those nerves that are coming out from between the bones in your spine, those are the ones going to your internal organs and helping them function and telling your bladder how to function. And so that's why chiropractic is kind of part of the treatment for these dogs. Yeah, people okay. don't think of that, like for liver problems, kidney problems. They don't think of that exactly. urinary problems. They don't think of chiropractic. Forgetting that right. all that nerves, it, it all works together. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And so that's that. That's kind of where I would start. So for your dogs, you'd be thinking about, okay, I need to do things to support their immune system. Maybe right now you do need to do things that would support bladder health overall. So for that, like in my office, I would use standard process canine renal support. 
even though renal means kidneys, the canine renal support from standard process provides nutrition to the entire urinary tract. So kidneys, ureters, bladder, urethra. And then um, I would also use, you know, in my office, I would use standard process canine immune system support. But of course, there are many supplements geared towards immune system health. Uh, and then, you know, even a supplement like Cosequin, right? Cosequin is a joint supplement it's made for dogs. You can buy it on the Internet. Um, mm-hmm. But in cats, they have shown that the the same molecules that line the inside of your joints, that line the cartilage in your joints and keep them, keep those surfaces smooth and slick and happy. Those are glycosaminoglycans, which is what Cosequin actually provides. And those are the same molecules that line the inside of your bladder. And because your bladder is supposed to be like a balloon, but it's supposed to be like a balloon with a super slick interior surface that things can't stick to. Oh, okay. And so Cosequin has been tested, at least for cats. And I, I would use it in dogs exactly the same. So you might you might like for large dogs for big dogs like bassets it's probably Cosequin DS which just means double strength it's just like <laughs> the large the large dog formula because you have big dogs and I would just follow the label directions I've also lately have become a big fan of using collagen supplements in dogs so I would probably put your dogs on a collagen supplement as well even for the allergies so. Collagen is what all all the connective tissues in our bodies are made of, and the connective tissues are tendons, ligaments, bones, and blood. And you basically go to your local health food store, buy a collagen supplement that's made for humans. Just make sure it is made from cows, so it should say bovine collagen peptides from grass-fed cows. And then with dogs as big as bassets, um, mm-hmm. if they're smallish, they're you know in the sixty-something pound range, uh, then you could give them about. 75% of whatever it says for a human. If they're the bigger bassets that are like 80 something pounds, just use whatever, whatever the human dose is. And collagen powders are odorless, tasteless. You just put it in your dog's raw food, or if you're still feeding dry food, soak the dry food and then add the, add the supplements to that. Okay. All so, right. th- so that's, that at least is where I would start. You're basically starting in several different directions at the same time, but just, you know, take it stepwise. There are resources on my website. So on the appointments page, you'll find my two raw feeding handouts that I wrote. And then on the mm-hmm. favorites page, there are links to raw feeding videos, like videos that kind of help you get started and basically lay it all out because it is super easy to do. It just seems complicated mm-hmm. if you've never done it before and you're kind of like, eh, I don't know where to start. And that's exactly know, what all that information looking, is for. Mm-hmm. I started looking at all the different, um, like, you know, the ones that they ship it to you. We feed raw, you know, and, yep. and um, yep. and that's you know, a good one. Farmer's dog. Mm-hmm. But Far- for, farmer's dog for is cooked. Bassets, it, it gets really expensive. So then I was going with, um, I just bought a thing of Stella and Chewy's. Yeah. Just the patties. Yeah, and sometimes those are great to start with because then you just work with a limited amount and you just start adding tiny amounts to what we are already feeding your dogs. Okay, hold on a sec. we got to run the break, so don't hang up. We're going to talk more about this, okay? Don't okay. hang up. Okay, a father's child, a mother's child, no one's son, who am I? A father's child, a mother's child, and no one's son, who am I? We'll be back. Is that dead air? <laughs> <laughs> just a little extra Taylor Swift. <laughs> 
Oh, some people are just, there was a, on my Katie Canine Facebook page, I posted a picture of somebody had a dog sitting in a car and and they had a note on it. And don't worry that my, um, this is worse than uh, something like heat. They, my, I need to get out because uh, my human keeps playing Taylor Swift. <laughs> and so the thing is, is that the funny thing, or not funny, but somebody, you know, took it personally and said, thought we were bashing Taylor. So I just thought it was funnier and hack. <laughs> but anyway, so. It's Taylor Swift. Someone's always going to take it personally. Yeah. It's just like, come on, people, get broad shoulders. <laughs> Let's go. We could push at each other to have fun, can't we? It's music. We're all yes. fine. <laughs> Good gravy. Okay. So now we're back to Bladderstones. Okay. Mm-hmm. Back to Sue. Sue, you there? Are you yeah. there? Okay, good, 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 good. Okay. So now as far as what kind of a diet then should we do here uh, for a dog? Uh, just raw food. Just raw food. That's yeah. it. No more commercial diets. Correct. Okay. Correct. So do you got that, Sue? Yeah. And some people, yeah. so so um, so what Royal Canin did was Royal Canin oh, came out with don't urin- even get me going on. Yeah, with urinary SO. So a lot of the other pet food companies went down the line of let's make the let's make the urine more acidic, let's make the urine more alkaline to prevent the formation of one kind of stone or another. And that will work for some dogs. It doesn't work for everybody. Some dogs don't respond to the diet the way that you would expect. Sometimes the the urine pH is not affected and so Royal Canin took the middle road and they said, "Well, let's create Royal Canin Urinary SO, which creates a neutral urine with a pH of 7, so that hopefully you won't get the formation of any kind of stone. Okay. Uh, and so some people kind of feel like, okay, but I'm, you know, but I'm using this prescription diet. My vet told me that this would help dissolve the stones, blah, blah, blah. And so, you know, I'm not going to argue with people. If people, um, you know, want to keep using that, then you can kind of use that as your stepstone and like tiptoe into raw feeding. And maybe at some point you'll be doing half and half. Okay. And then maybe, you know, maybe at some point you can let go of the prescription diet. You know, the longer things go well, the more confident you become. And one thing is, is to get them to drink more. And that's why feeding, if you do choose to feed any dry food, it should always be rehydrated. To help, right? And so there's this idea that if you drink more, you will flush out your bladder because you're going to have to pee more. Which dry food does that to dogs anyway? And uh, yeah, dry food I'll say is um, one of my least favorite things on the planet. Yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> I know, and it can cause a lot. That's why you never feed dry food. Dry food dry. Cats, dogs. You know, if you have to because of uh, uh, financial, that if you can only do half, you know, half raw. Oh, Katie, nobody nobody feeds prescription diets because. Oh, that's because true. they're affordable. Oh, that's very true. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, they, they, you have to take out a second mortgage or a third mortgage on your home right. for some of them. So that's ridiculous. So like I say, and the thing is, is that if you do it, you know, better, you're going to have less vet bills, right? A healthier dog. So you may think that paying for that raw food is expensive, but then if you would average it out, what the prescription diet would have cost, the the, the vet bill. Well, will, yeah, but I mean, I will say too, like just um, check on the favorites page of my website. There's a whole list of good places to get raw food. I certainly, you know, I've got six dogs who are raw fed and um, I buy my my food from a local bulk raw food supplier. How do they, what's your website? Uh, my website is holistic-vet-care.com. It's linked on the page. Yay, go to mytalk1071.com <laughs> yeah. too. And so, so I'm looking for stuff that is good quality, stuff that I would want to feed my dog. Yes. So, um yeah, so I'll just can, pitch that. Can I there. ask you too though? Uh-huh. The 
my vet keep, wants us <laughs> to keep bringing, um, the dog's name is Butter. They oh, want yeah. us to bring Butter in um, to have, have her cast to see if there are sto- stones forming. So I feel like, you know, I'm being kind of mean mm. and putting her through this. Like, I don't know how, you know, like how, every what? month we are having to do it. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. well, I haven't heard of that mm. approach. I'll just say that. <laughs> because the thing is, like, you know, obviously when stones start to form, I mean, things have to be big enough to be visible on an X-ray. Or an, an yeah. ultrasound can maybe detect particles that are smaller than what you'd be able to see on an x-ray. Right. And so I have seen some dogs where you lay them on the barrack, you know, you put the ultrasound probe over the bladder and you kind of jiggle the dog. And, you know, if it looks like a snow globe in there, yeah. then you know that there's sediment forming inside the bladder. But to cath a dog in order to detect early formation of stones, that seems wow. Over the fraught with things that you could miss. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, because unless, right. what are you going to do? You're going to suck all the urine out of the dog and then <laughs> run it through a, you know, piece of cheesecloth or something, so that you're like filtering out. It's like panning for gold at that point. Well, I should also mention when they do that, then they send her urine for culture. So I'm sure that's probably they're trying to get as clean a catch as possible. Yeah, although there, although there's legitimate reasons for being able to uh, to culture a free mm-hmm. catch urine sample. Mm-hmm. And so I've been doing that for years. I've never had a problem with it. The laboratories kind of, you know, now people are start, starting to talk about it more, that it is okay to to send off for culture a urine sample that you just catch in a clean container. Okay, so he doesn't have to go mm-hmm. through the... the what she, you don't have to suck it out of yeah, the bladder okay. with a needle. You don't have okay. to cath the dog, okay. et cetera, et cetera. Okay. But so so right. basically, so when the stones are removed, what typically should happen is they should be sent to the University of Minnesota Small Animal Urolith Center, where the stones get analyzed for their composition, and then they mm-hmm. um, send you like the list of recommendations for, you know, because different kinds of stones sometimes. Some of them form because of infection. Some of them form because of certain things in the diet or something like that. And then you just have to be aware that they're in the list of here's how you avoid those problems. They're always going to say stop feeding table scraps and don't feed anything other than the prescription diet. But that that's kind of that's their understanding of how things work versus how things actually work. <laughs> So, okay. so any of my patients with bladder stones, I would not say, oh, stop feeding table scraps. Because if, if you eat a good quality diet, then your dog should be able to eat those table scraps. And that's not what's given the dog bladder stones. Yeah. It's the commercial food. Yeah. 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 The, you know, okay. between, between the commercial diet, vaccines, you know, all the flea and tick chemicals, contact with lawn chemicals, Febreze, Glade plugins, blah, blah, blah. You know, all these things kind of add up. Yeah. 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 They all conspire within our dogs. You got a plan now, Sue? <laughs> I'm on her website as we speak. There you go. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And like I said, there's there's um, uh, the videos on the favorites page. So there's a video from uh, Raw Delivery, where is, which is actually where I get most of my raw food, where um, she's got, it's it's kind of 40 minutes, but it's a really good presentation of how to feed raw. And then there's also okay. a link to the Dogs Naturally magazine, Raw Feeding Primer, which is it's just super simple. Oh, wow. And okay. so if you're looking at it and you're, you're thinking like, wait a minute, I'm going to learn exactly how to feed my dog raw food, everything I need to do in like 30, 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Wow. It is not <laughs> difficult. Okay. So okay. That, say you're, uh, you're vet. Yeah. yeah, yeah you, and you can always email me with questions too. Okay. What's your website? Uh, holistic-vet-care.com. 
Okay. So does that does that help you, Sue, or you got other questions? No, I, I think I'm okay. Um, Katie, you met Noodle. Oh, yeah, I was week. just gonna say you're gonna I was gonna say hi to uh, Rue and Butter let's see, butter and noodles. There you go. Three yes, bastards. Three. Butter, three bastards. butter, butter, Rue and Noodle. Yeah, yeah, and you know who else says <laughs> hi to you? Is Robin. Well, you took her, took them to play dates, you know? Robin was one of the handlers that played with your uh, your uh, uh, Bassets. So. Oh, is that right? Yeah, small <laughs> world, small world. Good small luck. Small world, yes. Yeah, and you All can right, always well, give. Thank you for your help. Yeah, and yeah, give uh, Dr. Jess a call, you know. Up. I will. Okay, sounds good. Okay. Thanks for the call, kiddo. Thanks. Bye-bye. Okay, what are the only two states that have their state name in their capital? The state name in their capital. we got to give the answer to the other one, too. A father's child, a mother's child. No. Some subscriptions just aren't for you. Honey, when do we subscribe to Potato Lovers Weekly? Cat Lady Today? Mold of the Month Club? The New York Mimes? But when you become a member at the YMCA in February, you can get a personal training subscription that is right for you. Plus, Y members gain access to virtual Y and group fitness classes. Wait, mediocre mustaches monthly? Subscribe to a healthier lifestyle. Join the Y at ymcanorth.org. Hello, thank you for tuning in to the KDK9 show. Okay, let's do the trick or the riddle. Prior to that, I forgot to get the answer to. Okay, a father's child, a mother's child, no one's son. Who am I? Someone's what? daughter. Ding, ding. Yeah. <laughs> All right. There you go. Okay, what are the only two states that have their state name in their capital? Mm. Kansas City. And... Mm. Just have to try all the other ones. Alabama City? No. No. What did you say? Alabama City? (laughs) Just kidding. Kansas Kansas City. Kansas City? Yeah, I don't know the other one. I'm really bad at my states and capitals. Are the only two states that have their state name in their capital? Now, they show here Oklahoma City Mm -hmm. and Indianapolis. And Indianapolis? Mm -hmm. Indianapolis. That's kind of cheating. It's not Indiana Apple. It's not Indiana City. <laughs> it's Kansas City, not I think Kansas City's in Missouri. <laughs> well, it's in both, isn't it? I think so. But it might not be the capital. Ooh, we're, I don't know we're showing our colors Kansas here. Yeah, I don't know. Does Kansas have a capital? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, let's go. <laughs> we're doing great. Where are you? We're awesome. Okay, let's go to the call. Next up, we have Barbara, whose dog had a piece of a chicken bone, and now she's concerned it might have caused an injury. Uh-oh. Hey, Barbara, how you doing? I'm doing fine, Katie. I've been coming to your class. I came to your class last week. It's oh, did you? Great. And I got next week to go. But I have a question. Um, a friend of mine gave me a frozen chicken um, and hand with the nails and everything on it. And so I gave it to my dog, and I let her gnaw at it for about a half an hour. Well, Friday night, in the middle of the night, I heard my dog. I got up. I took her out here. She vomited, and she had a real loose ball movement. Then last night, she did the same thing. She's been fine now today so far, but I noticed this morning that her stools are still loose, and there was little droplets of blood okay. on my deck. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, is it okay to feed her that, or should I just throw it away? I, I, I figured it was frozen, and my friend said she gives it to her little dog all the time. 
Right, but it sounds like her little dog is used to it. Yeah, because she said the breeder she got it from said she gave, she's done whole, um, you know, raw food from the very beginning when the mm-hmm. puppies were born. Was right. this was this the first raw thing you've ever given your dog? Well, yeah, like that. Yeah, I, I you know, I give her Nutrisource and I've given her uh, dehydrated um, other stuff, uh, Primal. Yeah, this, this is not is like first, that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, yeah. And so, so the message is like slowly, slowly, right? And so that chicken foot, I would say, um, you're kind of done with that. You can throw it away, or you can put it back in the freezer. Uh, but I would let her guts kind of settle down. Uh, so a lot of times when I have people start with raw food, I would say start with um, like the frozen version of the Primal or Stella and Chewies or whatever. Okay. Thaw it out. Don't feel yeah. frozen. Thaw yeah, so it out. That, so then thaw out, but thaw out like one little piece and just focus on feeding them tiny amounts, like think pencil eraser size wow. for, oh, you know, okay. but, but depending on how sensitive your dog is, like you kind of do it once and then you watch them to see, do they get loose stools? Do they barf a little bit? Um, and so you kind of, some dogs you have to go very slowly and so, so if you kind of, you know, landed your dog with this, like, hey, here's a chicken foot, have at it. And so it, it's kind of not surprising that you would get a little bit of a reaction like that in a dog who's not used to it. The little dots of blood in the stool don't worry me as long as the dog is feeling fine. But usually also people forget that the way to manage these things, as soon as there's loose stool, as soon as there is some vomiting, stop feeding Feed. your dog. Yep. Stop. Okay. Do not okay. feed them. Give them at least 24 hours. No food, no treats, no nothing. That They can have, they can oh. have water. They obviously they can have all the water they want to drink, but stop putting things in their stomach if their okay. system is upset and kind of let them iron themselves out. And so what you're watching for as danger signs, you know, how do you know if you're getting into trouble? Well, if the dog continues to vomit in spite of the fact that you have stopped feeding them okay. or if your dog is like really not feeling well, if they're pretty punky and not getting out of bed. You know, if they're shivering and cold and whatnot, you know, then that might be an emergency. Usually the dogs, if they're, you know, they they still want to play, they still want to go for a walk, they still yep. want to do their thing. Um, but like, but your job is to stop feeding and at least 24 hours, maybe okay. 48. And what you're looking for is for the dog to start saying, oh, my gosh, I am so hungry. Do you people never feed a dog in this house? <laughs> That's how you know. When she's feeling good enough to eat and it's time to feed her again. And then you go back to your regular food that she was doing well on. Because okay. some dogs need to be introduced to raw food very, very slowly. And you don't really know until you try. So, Are there any special bones I should feed her then instead of maybe that? Um, that's, yeah, well, that's, well, that's why I, was, I suggest starting with the fro- raw frozen pre-mixed raw food. It okay. does have bones in it. Okay. But it's oh, okay. but it's only ten percent bone, and the bones are all ground up. So it's kind of a more gentle way of introducing raw food. Is there and a brand name you think I should? Just you know, any pet food store or Woody's Pet Food Deli would be able to help you out because there's lots of different brands. Okay. And then right. you know, and so you know, what do you do in this situation where you didn't fast the dog, and now the dog is still having loose stools? Then fast her now. Okay. So just plan on 24 hours, no food, no treats, no chew toys. And then if you have her outside, kind of watch her because you don't want her saying, you know, well, they're not feeding me inside, so I'm going to eat the neighbor's cat food and I'm yeah. going <laughs> to, you know, eat all the deer poop and bunny poop that I can hold, which yeah. is, yeah. it's fine for her to eat those things, but you just want her stomach to kind of stay down. empty for a good 24 hours. 
and let her intestines sort themselves out. So often when when dogs start having diarrhea or they vomit and people are like, oh my gosh, I don't know what's doing this. Usually people's first response is, oh God, what should I feed my dog? My dog is having diarrhea. My dog vomited. What should I feed her? And the answer is nothing. Okay. Yeah, just just let it go. Yeah, but, people are just so worried. Well, it's because we yeah out. we want to do something, but but yeah. the answer is really to fast them. Fasting is so good for dogs because their intestines are not like humans. We have teeny tiny little stomachs, and so and and our stomachs empty pretty quickly. So we eat, and then literally like two, three, five hours later, we're starving again. We need more food. If we don't eat, we get stomach pains. We start to feel faint. We feel dizzy. We get irritable and nasty. And that is not the case with dogs because dogs are designed to eat an entire bunny today because there's not going to be anything for the rest of the week. And they don't get stomach pains. They don't feel irritable. They don't feel dizzy. They don't have to go lie down because they haven't eaten. They're fine. Okay. Okay. All right, I appreciate it. Okay. Yeah, you're, doing, you're doing yeah. good. You're don't, doing good. Yep, don't hit okay. the panic button. Don't hit the panic oh. button. Okay, I won't. Okay. Thank you. Take Have a care. good weekend. You too. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. Yeah, no, I know people, when I tell people that, you know, if they're having a little bit of problem with diarrhea or whatever, just stop. Just let them breathe. Let them relax. Mm-hmm. But then people just are like, but, 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 but. Well, it's the thing, too. Like, if, if our dogs eat, then it makes us feel better. We're like, they're going to make it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, or people want to do like you know, like you know, some bone broth, something soothing, some ginger ale, some. Yeah, I don't know what people eat when they have stomach upset. Yeah, yeah, usually maybe maybe they should stop. Well, yeah, (laughs) when we were kids, it was Seven Up, the real Seven Mm -hmm. Up, okay, and then um, of course chicken soup. Yeah, like some people use bananas. There's something about yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That was supposed to keep you from diarrhea. Is uh, oh, is that what it is? Something I can't remember what that is. But anyway, I can't remember that one. Do you remember what that one is, Ellie? Bananas is something to make you stop. No, I don't. I don't think I I ever had that. Good. I can't think what it is. Oh well. Okay, we're gonna run the break. Then we're gonna come back, and then we're gonna finish up with uh, Dr. Levy's got anything left about bladder stones that you need to know. We're gonna cover that, and then also um, because it's so warm and so nice, everybody's thinking fleas and ticks, and so we want to nip you right now about natural ways to do it instead of bringing out those stupid chemicals. But anyway, okay, here we go. Dog joke: Why do dogs have smartphones? Why do dogs have smart phones? We'll be back. Hello, we're winding down. We only got some little minutes here. Why do dogs love smartphones? What do you think they're Miss Ellie? Because uh, the buttons are too hard for their paws. Wait, why, why do, you do why dogs they? love smart smartphones? Why do, why do dogs, dogs love smartphones? Well, because a non-smartphone has buttons and they don't have opposable thumbs. I'm they honest. can use bark to text. Oh, I don't know. That's a good point. Okay, what's your thought? I have no idea. You know, idea? Okay. Because they taste good? Because they have (laughs) collar ID. Because they have collar ID. Collar, not collar. Collar with the A is C O. Collar. That that deserves the rim shot. Uh, Totally. There you go. What can I say? Okay. (laughs) We're winding down. So, is there anything left now on the bladder stones? Is the main thing because I know I've heard this several from several people. 
that they're scared when the vet has told them they have to feed this prescription diet for the rest of their life. You know, not the do- person's life, but the dog's life. Right. Okay. That if they go deviate from that, that's that's all heck's going to break loose. So, what's your thought? Yeah, I mean, I just I don't buy into that. It, it's just not reasonable that there is one food that you should eat for the rest of your life at every meal. Okay. Uh, especially if it's a prescription diet. And all you have to do is kind of read the ingredients to get an idea of what's in those things. Right, right. So I've seen very interesting ingredients in some of these prescription dog foods. Yeah, yeah. And don't forget, folks, when you see powdered cellulose on the ingredient list, that sawdust. is sawdust. Powdered cellulose. Yep. Why do you think those treats, I'm not going to name any names, like when you go to some of the big box stores and you can get these huge bag of treats for pertner nothing, okay, you, why do you think? Because if you look at the ingredients, it's powdered cellulose, it's sawdust. Yep. In there. So, what you know, that doesn't take much, right? Right. And, and you know, the pet food industry, to some extent, is responsive to the consumer. Because remember, back in the day, all the dry dog and cat foods used to have BHA and BHT in them. Yeah. And they don't and have those. Yeah, ethoxyquin. They don't have those in there anymore because people stopped buying food that had had those in there. Like once we figured out what they were, and we were like, "Hey, you know, yeah, I don't want to feed my dog a rubber stabilizer that's been approved that's as ethoxyquin, food yeah. ingredient in dog food." Yeah, BHA and BHT are petroleum derivatives. Like, yeah, yeah, probably not good. And so then they they took them out. There you go. And you'll, you know, I don't think there's any foods out there that are using those ingredients today. Yeah, um. Uh... <laughs> I imagine if you go to some low class dollar store, there might be some. Well, food yeah, unfortunately, in the back unfortunately <laughs> then I discovered that they do put it in goldfish food. And so, you know, true goldfish people make their own fish food. Oh, really? Yep. Oh, I have to read the ingredients that. on everything. <laughs> and that is very it's terrible. True. That was very true. So, anyway, so then you on your website, which is. Uh, holistic vet care.com. And you've got some links that will help people with bladder. Problems and then how to feed raw. Yeah, there's a lot of general information on there. And then I have, uh, uh, I there's blog posts and stuff too. I have uh, on one of the pages, there's some blogs that where I talked about treating some specific problems. Okay. okay. Um, and then also like, you know, what to do about, you know, the Lyme disease test, like if that turns blue and whatnot. Okay, so, you got that all on your website? Yeah. Okay. I'll have to talk about the limes when you next time you come in. But right now, like I say, everybody's hitting the panic button because with such warm weather, they're seeing ticks early, and people are worried about that. So uh, that right away, what pops into everybody's head, and what do vets promote? All the chemicals. Mm-hmm. Okay. And there's so many natural ways to do it. And so now there's uh, some of the ones. Where did I put it? Okay. It's um. <laughs> now you can go to my website, Katie's K Nine. Uh, the letter K, letter T, letter K, number 9.com. And then you go under uh, radio show, and I have some natural ways to do it. Now, on your website, you have natural flea and tick? Stuff? I don't have it posted, but I should. I'll do that when I get back to the office. Okay. And so and then now I gave you some handouts there. Because mm-hmm. the, the thing is, is to try to do things as natural as possible so that, um, you know, like I said, there's so many natural ways. But um, like I gave you the handout, there's so, the, uh, there's, you can go to, now what I just found, Okay, you can you got alzu a l z o o dot uh, dot com. You got, what did I do with that piece of paper? Is that the one that just fell on the floor? I don't know. <laughs> oh, because now I can't. Remember. I saw a piece of paper that wafted down, but um, I tend to use things like uh, 
those amber collars. You have the amber tick, amber tick.com. Yeah. And there's another, and explain there, that. there's one other company that makes them. So basically these are these collars. They're made of rough amber beads. So not polished amber, but rough. Yeah, amber. You, don't, you don't want them to shine. You don't want them to be exactly. Shiny. And it looks like it literally looks like costume jewelry for dogs. And it's on some kind of flimsy little collar with a buckle that you're not going to attach your leash to this collar by accident because right. it is, it looks like dog jewelry. Yeah, but as as the dog moves around, so th- this is for dogs who can wear collars like all the time. And as the dog moves around, the amber rubs against the dog's skin and and fur. And after a couple of weeks, it becomes insect repellent. Yeah, and those by far, I think, have the best results across the board. Every- and it's good for the immune system too. Is it? Yeah. Yep. Everybody I know has an amber collar on the dog. Those are the people who come in and they're like, oh, I never find a tick on my dog. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, they're so, expensive, but they're well worth it. And yeah. You're doing and, things and, natural. And then typically by the end of the year, um, the beads are kind of rubbed smooth. And so then, the ne- you know, the next year you get a new one with rough beads again. Right. So, yeah. Uh, but those things are like magic. And then you have all the different tags. So the zero bug zone tag, the pet protector, the, uh, easy defense tag. And so all of those supposedly emit some sort of frequency that works with your dog's electromagnetic field or right. something like that. But but they do work. Um, some work better for some dogs than others. So I have people come in and they, they'll say something like, oh, I tried the pet protector this year. It didn't work so great. So next year I'm going to try the zero bug zone or something okay. like yeah. that. Sometimes you have to find what works best with your Yep, pets electrical systems, and honestly, for cats, I don't do anything for my cat. Cats are so sensitive to chemicals, and I don't want a collar on my cat because she goes. I mean, even if the cat stayed in the home, there's things they could get caught, caught on. on. Uh, you know, cats try to be Houdini and slink under doors and stuff like that. But if they're wearing a collar, it can backfire. So I do nothing to prevent my cat. So you could do bugs. the diatomaceous earth food grade. You put it in a If you do it to baby's. a cat though, you know you know the way they groom themselves, they're gonna be ingesting all that stuff anyway. So But if you just use a smidgen because it's a yeah. natural dewormer too. Yeah. You know, don't make a black cat look white. Right. <laughs> but if you right. take you know and put that diatomaceous earth D E is the street name. And yeah, then, and you have to make sure it's food grade, not yes. the stuff that you would use in your and swimming pool. Yeah. So you want it food grade, put it in a baby sock, zip dye it shut, and just a pat on the chest. Pat on the back of the neck or where by the shoulders. Pat where the tail and the butt come together. And maybe a pat on the underside. But like I say, with a cat, we're talking like a, a lighter, a, a less pity, than a pinch. Pat. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah. And, yeah, and diatomaceous earth is cheap. Cheap. Yep. Yeah. And you can treat your house inside, outside, you know, for ants, for millipedes, anything that has a crustacean it, that walks through uh, diatomaceous earth. It scrapes their shell and they dehydrate and they die naturally. And I will say, if you ever get fleas in your house... Flea Busters. Just go to the Flea Busters website, buy yourself the Flea Busters product. That stuff is magic. It's some sort of safe form of boric acid. And so you don't have to evacuate your pets. You don't have to evacuate your home. You sprinkle it all over the place. You, uh, with a push broom, you brush it into your carpet and then you vacuum it up and it lasts for a year. And it, what's that called? Flea Busters. It kills the larvae as they hatch. Wow. And it's, and it's perfectly safe. Dot com. Yep. And, uh, oh, that was phenomenal stuff. That saved us a couple of years ago when we couldn't get rid of the fleas in the house between diatomaceous earth and wonder side. And yeah, 
you know, our house was constantly full of DE dust. It's probably not very good for us. Okay, a couple other ones, too, is uh, furlife.com, F-U-R, life.com, wonderside.com. We already talked to the ambertick.com, alzoo.com. Now, this is one thing that I, I started giving everybody because I found them again. I used to give everybody uh, tick combs, flea tick combs. You know, they're just plastic ones, and they come in some come in colors and, you know, whatever. But well, I want people to know that when I bought the exact same flea tick comb, and then they had lace combs that looked exactly the same, but they weren't colored. So I got both of them. They're the exact same Like lace combs for children? Yes. And so yeah. the thing is, is that you don't need a flea tick comb. You're going to pay more for it, that plastic one. Just get a lice comb that, you know, looks, it's the same thing as the flea tick, mm. the, the plastic flea tick comb. There are many, and then the neat thing about the flea tick combs is they will obviously they snag deer kick ticks too you know or if, if, if one is just starting to invent you know it'll snag all any deer tick or regular tick now i always sit with a, a jar of rubbing alcohol if i'm looking for ticks so if i find one i dump it in the rubbing alcohol and then with the fleas because they can jump what you do is take a, a jar of water and put a little bit of a liquid dish soap in it and swirl it around so then when you find a flea and you dump it in there what's going to happen is that the the dish soap coats their legs so they can't jump back out and eventually they drown. Okay, mm-hmm. and then also too, you can lather your dog up really well. Fleas have a tendency. You always start. People don't realize this. You start from the head and and get them wet and lather from the head down because otherwise, if you start in the middle of all the fleas, race to the the head. Okay, and so what you want to do is get them caught in the foam, you know, the shampoo foam, and let it sit there for about three four minutes, and mm-hmm. then that suffocates all the fleas. And so then you know, rinse off and. Yeah, done. then you rinse them off and drown the ones that are left. Exactly, exactly. So mm-hmm. please look into, and then same with like, you know, Soresto's got all these commercials that are on TV, folks. If you are, if you read the what's possible, seizures, you know, lethargy, uh, nerve damage, um, stuff, if you're okay with that's happening to your pet, go for it. There's mm-hmm. no way I'm going to be on my knees crying if my dog is seizing out, dog right. can't walk, and there's a problem, and they got chemicals in there. So, like I said, Soresto's not good, Advantex, I, should, well, I shouldn't be naming, but look right, into... Right. But realistically, all those... Um all the PFAS chemicals that everybody's upset about now, the forever chemicals yep. like the flame retardants and whatnot, yep. that is what's in the Soresto collar. That is what is what is in all the topical things like Frontline and whatnot and all the newer ones. Oh, see how much you're toxifying? Stop, yeah. folks, stop. <clears throat> Thank you, Ellie. You did an awesome job. Thank you, Dr. Jess. What's your uh, uh, site again? Holistic-vet-care.com. And you can catch that at mytalk1071.com. Um, also, go there and check it out. And Allie, Allie, you posted some really cool stuff on my show page today, didn't you? I did indeed. Okay, so please check that out, folks. You take care. We'll talk to you next week. Don't hide your dogs. Train them.